0: Um, well, let's get into some RBC heritage, shall we? Sure. As the boys visit Harbortown, Golf Links, Hilton Head, it is another one of those unstable, diabolical par 71s that I just cannot wrap my head around. Why not? It's just unstable. It's just Golf got, should be par 72. Uh, it's just got three par fives. Buddy. No. Yeah. I, take one out. Just like 70 or 72? 71 is not good? S- no, I don't like 70 either. It's got to be it's gotta be. You got to add one. It's got to be 72 Yeah. Uh, all right. All right. Fine. I don't like it at all. Um, $8 million purse. Not a long course. It's not a long at all. No. I don't. I forgot to write the distance down. Do you have to know it's, what that it's is? It's about $7,100. Right. That's what I was thinking. Um, well, the thing that stands
1: out to me about it is the size of the greens. Right. right? Uh, they're just coming off Augusta National, and I, I wrote this down. The, the average green size at Augusta is 6,400 square feet. Yep. This is almost half the size. They're 3,700 square feet at Harbor Town. Oh. So a lot smaller um, changes uh, the combination of length and the size of the greens really kind of changes the player profile of the guy that can win here. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it puts a, a premium on iron play and, mm-hmm. and short game work. Um, so it's being that it's only a 7,100 yard golf course when they just leave Augusta National, which is up to 76, 7,700 now. I mean, that's a, that's 40 yards mm-hmm. a hole, roughly. Yeah. So that's that's two. It's probably three clubs less. They're hitting into each green. Right. Which um, warrants the idea of, hey, we've got smaller greens, smaller targets because you have less club coming into the green. So uh, pretty interesting uh, player profile here that, that can win. We don't see the bombers do typically all that well here. Bomb and gouge is not really a strategy that works. Yeah. Um, we, we, we let some of the older guys in who have lost some distance, right? Stuart sink won last year and, uh, and, and you're more accurate iron players are the guys who are going to be really in contention this week. And length is uh, as an
0: advantage is mitigated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I percent there could not be a course more exact opposite of Augusta to play the very next week than what you get at Harbertown. Sure. Um
1: You get off the fairway at at Town, and you've got trouble. The woods creep in close. There's a little bit more rough.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, fair, you know the fairways at Augusta are wide and friendly, so yeah. to speak. There's not much rough there to speak of, and when you get off a of fairway, you almost always have a play somehow mm-hmm. back near the green to
0: have a chance to get it up and down and make your par. That's not not the case at Harbortown. So So uh, surprising number of stars playing at Harbour Town immediately after the. Uh the Masters, but one star we know will not be there is our buddy Bryson DeChambeau as today it was announced he will undergo surgery on that left hand that's got a broken bone in it that he's been dealing with. Uh, read today that he was going to... uh it's, it's been hurt since last year, and he was trying to let it just heal with rest, and that's why he's missed a huge amount of play this, this season so mm-hmm. far, but it hadn't worked. He struggled um, weekend before last, and I guess he elected for surgery. He's also got the torn labrum in his hip that I think he is hoping will heal naturally while he's resting the hand. So no surgery on the hip from what I understand. But, you know, I don't know how long something like that. I mean, hand surgery for a golfer, that's got to be pretty time consuming because it's got to be completely healed before you can swing clubs, right?
1: Yeah, hand injuries, wrist injuries, arm injuries—they're—they're um, they're tough on golfers. Uh, I, I remember talking to Bryson about a month ago, and he was telling me all about it. He was running through—he, you know—he's—he's mm-hmm. a, a high-energy kind of guy, yeah. and he's a bright guy. So he—it went over my head a little bit, but <laughs> he was out testing it the day I was talking to him, and he said, "Yeah, I hope it's good. And first time I'm swinging." Apparently didn't turn out well. Turn out very well. To to be competitive at that level, you gotta hit so many golf balls. And every time you hit a golf ball, right, there's a vibration through the body. It just gets aggravating and irritating. And it's just it's hard to play with with hands and wrists and things that are sore and get it fixed, and and we'll see uh kind of midsummer, I'm guessing.
0: I'm guessing like most broken bones might gonna be six, eight weeks. Probably I would think at least I would think at least that. I mean, especially considering how hard he hits the ball and how much pressure he puts on his body with that swing of his and you know how he
1: plays is gonna make it is gonna gonna make an impact here
0: yeah
1: right he's a guy that's trying to overpower golf courses hit it down past everybody have the shortest club in hit it closest to the hole you wonder if he'll
0: come off of that a little bit so he can come back a little bit i mean if we're
1: thinking two months where are we we're the second week of april that puts us into second week of june june that's
0: that's u.s open so he's likely out of the u.s open Unless, like if I said, if our timeline yeah, is anywhere near accurate, yeah, it's six and, to eight weeks. And I haven't seen, I tweeted him, but I don't think he's answered me yet. Not yet. Yeah. About how long he'd be out and if he wanted to come on the show and talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> I might have to stalk, stalk out down there at the Highlands <laughs> to see. Uh, well, I'm guessing we won't see him for a while. Yeah. He won't be swinging club. Maybe he'll come down there and use the putting well, he putt might, studio. He might
1: come out with Martin, Uh, you know, the long drive buddy. So
0: Maybe we will come do some one-handed putting. Yeah. His putting stroke screws me up when I watch him too. He's a different bird. Huh? He is, man. I, I don't. I've tried to replicate it, and it just—it's uncomfortable. <laughs> it's uncomfortable to watch. To watch him putt. Um, it's fun to watch him swing when he's ripping at it. Yeah, it is. It is in person. too, I bet? I haven't seen him in person do it, but yeah. you guys have over there. Yep. At the golf center. So
1: well, best wishes to Bryson heal up. We we want to see you
0: back out there. You make the game more exciting. So take your time, buddy, and get well. Yep. And come talk to us in the meantime. Yeah, please we got got and wings for you anytime you're ready. Um, so an interesting story for the RBC Heritage that we talked about a little bit off the air before we came on. Morgan Hoffman returns to golf. And for those of you that don't know Morgan Hoffman's story, uh, Hoffman is a pro golfer that has been beset by muscular dystrophy. The diagnosis really sort of took him off track of his amateur career and a promising professional start. And he's been searching for healing, and he's been searching for answers, and he's been down in Costa Rica. And some interesting things have come out of what he was doing in yeah. for some, curious, for some curious, according to the, of the New York Post, for whatever stock you put in that publication, uh, that he was trying everything and anything he could possibly come across. Up to and including drinking his own urine. I'm out on that. I mean, I don't, I must or just, just don't know how, you know, different you be to find something to fix it, but I mean, I can't imagine a, a situation in which I would do something like that. Yeah, I mean, Bear grills. Like, I'm gagging right now, just talking about it
1: on the air. Uh, if it, uh, you know. Yeah, I'm, Bear grills. <laughs> I'm happy to see, see Morgan come back and play. He was a, was a promising, bright star uh, before this diagnosis, and I wish him well. Uh, seems like he has sought some alternative methods to try to get well and, and to have, have a normal
0: life, and I hope they work. I hope he comes out and plays great. Uh, this will be his first start on the BGA Tour since the end of 2019, and he only has three starts left on his major medical extension. So how does that work? I mean, does he, he'll if he's coming back, he's there's no way he can extend the medical, right? If he's just got 3 starts left on him. No,
1: it? he's going to have to play well to continue to earn status. Right. So I don't know the exact framework if if you finish in in this tournament this week tops something 10-ish, right. You earn an exemption into the following week. Okay. Um, so if he does that, then he doesn't have to use another of his medical okay. exemptions okay. for next week. If he wins, right you get two year exemption on tour to keep your card sure, sure. um you get potential FedEx Cup points and the number of points you earn potentially qualifies gotcha. you and extends your status otherwise he'll have to rely on monday qualifying or sponsors exemptions um past champions get exemptions at some point he, he to my knowledge he hasn't won a PGA mm-hmm. tour event so he doesn't have any of those right uh he's got three three opportunities in which to kind of prolong his status so um like I said, top ten gets him in the following week. I think it's top ten
0: mm-hmm.
1: there there are other ways to keep playing if you come out and play well, maybe the sponsor the following weeks will give you uh an exemption right. but you, you have to earn and uh, your status out on okay. tour and you do that by uh w- when you have an injury they they give you a Little bit of a you know, an olive branch to, to try to sure. continue to apply to your trade, but That's it could be back nice. to Q school for him next year if if these three
0: starts don't don't yield him enough high finishes or enough points to continue to play. So the last cut that he made was so long ago the tournament doesn't exist anymore. Oh, which one's that? Uh a military tribute at the Greenbrier. All right. Uh, but Hoffman's story is certainly worth diving into and taking a look at. Um, there was going to be lots of people rooting for him this weekend for sure. It's a great story, and uh, MD is nothing to mess around with. I've I've got some friends that have had it in the past, and I've got nephews with it. Yeah, you mentioned that, and uh, it's, it's nothing to bark at. It's uh, it's a good story for him to come back from, and we'd like to see him more on the tour for sure. If it means he can, it helps him beat MD. Um, so we're now 23 weeks into the season. There's just 20 remaining with Scottie Scheffler and Cam Smith gobbing up six wins already. Other players like DJ and Colin Morcow and JT, who are all in the field this week, um, have yet to win and they're all looking. Been a strange year it in has. that regard.
1: It has. I-, I, was, I was watching the Golf Channel the other day and there was some analysis. I think it was before the Masters teed off about the top 10 players in the world eight of the top 10 of, of the current top 10 on the Thursday or Wednesday before the tournament have lost world ranking points and dropped positions mm-hmm. in the world rankings, uh, since, since, uh, January 1st of this year. So That's so weird. it is right. It, we, we think those guys, there's going to be, there, there, there's, there's coming and going and golf guys are always finding things, losing things in terms of their swing and ability to play well. And, to have that many of the top ten, eight of the top ten kind of regressing, has been kind of interesting. It, it explains why we haven't seen the names
0: in that top ten really winning outside of Scotty Scheffler. It's been fun to fun to watch for sure. Uh, but you know, you've got a wave of first time winners, JJ Spawn, Luke List, Sepp Epstrack, Tom Hoagie, where mm-hmm. these other big name guys just they haven't been able to do it. Right. Dustin Johnson really hadn't played that well this this year. He didn't play terrible though either. But not DJ standards.
1: No not not to his peak standards. No, no, but there there's been times that when DJ's not playing well, he's off the map. And he hasn't been off
0: the map. He's just been in like 20th place. Yeah. Well, <laughs> for him that's off the map. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think I think uh and then so my final point here on the heritage Brady is a uh, final question for you. Coming off his first ever missed cut at the Masters, what should we look for from Jordan Spieth? Any thoughts? Uh, Jordan Spieth's game's not thrilling me right now. No. Um,
1: he, he came off a, a pretty good final round down at Valero, uh, one of his best ball-striking rounds ever, and hadn't been able to find it with the putter, which is unique for how we know how mm-hmm. Jordan plays. Um. I wouldn't be surprised by another missed cut. I also wouldn't be surprised by seeing him in contention.
0: Right. Uh, Apparently he hadn't played well at Harvard Town the last couple of years. Yeah, either, so. I
1: lean more towards he's got a better chance to miss a cut than he does to, to be in contention. Mm-hmm. Jordan, and, and I've been saying this for several years, when, when he burst on the scene in 15, 14, 15, 16, mm-hmm. we've seen Jordan's best golf, unfortunately. And that's not saying that he's not a great player. It's just that that run that he was on was epic. It was one of the best 10 or 15 runs that the game has mm-hmm. ever seen. And you, you're just yeah. not going to live at that level unless you're Tiger mm-hmm. Woods or Jack Nicholas. And, and, and you know, Scotty's in the middle of one right now. And yeah. we're about to find out more about Scotty Scheffler. How long it, it can it, last. It comes and it goes. And, and, you know, maybe throw Phil in that mix. Phil's won consistently throughout his career. But it is so hard to maintain that over the length of time that some of those champions have. And we we all wanted Jordan to be in that class. It's it's kind of shown that he's not, and and that's not necessarily a a dig against Jordan. He's a great player, but it's just the depth of field now and and the complexity of the game. It's just, it's a unique individual that is at the top of the game for extended periods of time.
0: Yeah, I mean, I hope to see him come back, because again, it's a better game when he's you know, when he's here uh, and playing well, but uh, just his putting's been horrendous of late. I think he's probably, from what I can see, T to green, he's hitting the ball at least just as good as yeah, he did trending last better. year. Yeah, trending better. Maybe better than he did last yep, year. He, agreed. Uh, but what he top five and seven of his 25 starts last year. We'll see
1: Jordan win again. We might see him win a major again. I, I wouldn't bet against that. But but to see a run where he's he's in the top five of the leaderboard and a contender every major,
0: I don't anticipate seeing Those that again. days may have passed. Yeah. Well, let's get into our picks for the RBC Heritage uh, before we wrap things up here live from Tailgaters. Uh We'll go over mine first. Again, mine are just for stupid entertainment purposes only because I don't do studying and schooling like Johnny does on his. Um, but my uh, my winner, I've got a winner, top 10 and top 20, as I do every week. My winner, Brady, at 20 to 1, Matthew Fitzpatrick. I All think right. he's having a great season, six top 20s in his last uh, seven PGA Tour starts, three top 15s on this course in yep. his last four starts. Doesn't hit it real long, hit it real straight with the iron. Yep. So So uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick is my stupid phone. Matthew Fitzpatrick is my... The winner in my top 10, Colin Morikawa, the most boring golfer on the planet, if you talk to Johnny. Uh, At plus 160, this is a course that uh, looks really good for him on paper as far as the way he hits the ball. And, uh, you know, it's sort of – I liken it to the way he performed at the Masters. If that was at Harbortown – he had been way up there. <laughs> just the game that he played at Harvard <laughs> yeah. at, at at Augusta. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and then my top uh twenty, my boy Harold Varner, the third at plus two sixty. He's playing really well of late, four consecutive made cuts, a top ten of the players, a top twenty-five at the masters, contended here last year, tied for second. And I just I think he's having a he's one of these guys that's very quietly having a good twenty twenty two just without any wins yet. Sure. I can go with that.
1: You ready for mine? Yeah, let's you do it. hear him. Yeah, I, right. I,
0: I got I got my usual five picks here.
1: Uh, top 20, I'm going to pull a name, uh, a former world number one out of the hat that we Ooh. haven't heard of this year, Luke Donald. Well, why on earth Luke Donald? Well, the guy's got seven top three finishes at this golf course. Oh, seven. Wow. He's got a win, three seconds and two thirds. Nice. Now, he hasn't necessarily done it recently, and he's not in great form, but he played well at the Sony, a similar golf course. He played well at the Valspar, both top mm. 20s. Uh, in 16th places and and he's a plus 650 so i think a great value for a guy at at uh, a top 20 pick when you think about a world a former world number one and a guy who has got seven podium finishes (laughs) at this golf course crazy we're not going to go with podiums on on non-majors i don't think we should i thought that would have got a smile out of you (laughs) i I chuckled a little bit i chuckled a little bit my top 10 i'm going to go with kevin kisner Uh, Kevin played okay at the Masters last week, tied for 44th. Something you may not know about this golf course is that it's a Pete Dye design. Mm -hmm. If you look at what Kevin Kisner has done this year on other Pete Dye designs, the Players' Championship at Sawgrass tied for fourth. The match play down in Austin, a Pete Dye design, second place. Kevin Kisner does not hit it real long. This golf course doesn't demand that. Kevin Kisner can putt. Kevin Kisner is a great iron player. I think Kevin Kisner's got a chance to be top 10 this week at plus 450, another good value pick there. Uh, my winners, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump on the bandwagon with you and take Matthew Fitzpatrick. Again, that player profile of somebody who's not overly long, who relies on other things to shoot good scores. He's having a great year. He has been top 20 almost every time he tees it up. 14th at the Masters, 5th at the Valspar, 9th at the Arnold Palmer. Yeah, he missed the cut of the players, but uh, everybody has a bad week. Yeah. Matthew Fitzpatrick is having a great year, and yes, that's going to continue. He might get into victory, uh, might get the top step of the podium. And then I'm going to go with Shane Lowry. Here's another guy who just keeps doing it week in and week out. He got caught in the weather at the Honda, I think, when he finished mm-hmm. second, but he's got a 13th at the Players, a 12th at the bar, third last week. Shane hits it a long enough way, but it's not something – he's not a guy that overpowers golf right. courses. He finesses his way around, even though he hits it plenty long. Uh, this is a place Shane Lowry can play well, and, and then my ham sandwich is a guy who is uh, 17 for 17 in cuts made uh, here at the RBC. Uh, he's a former winner, uh, Matt Kuchar. Matt played great his last time out. He was not in the Masters, which is somewhat interesting. Yeah. Uh, but prior to that, down at the Valero Texas Open, he was second place. So Matt's in great form, even though he wasn't in good enough form to earn an invite to
0: Augusta. Right.
1: Uh, he's at 50-1. to one. He's my ham sandwich this week.
0: Very nice. Very nice. Let's get into Johnny's Picks there for the RBC Heritage again. Johnny's Picks brought to you because he's a real betting guy. Brought to you by BetUS.com. Bet with the three-decade leader um, in online sports betting. Uh, use our promo code. Join today. Don't delay. Join today. God, that rhymed. I should start using that all the time. Uh, using our promo code DSP125, you get 125% cash bonus on your deposit. If you're one of these weirdos that likes to use crypto to bet, you know, I don't really know what that means, but apparently that's a thing. Buy some crypto. But yeah, go buy Can I go to the candy store and get a bag of crypto? <laughs> I think you can get it at Kroger. I don't go really know Kroger. what that means. Crypto. Huh. Uh, I thought crypto was the thing that made Superman weak. Kryptonite. I'm, okay, I'm, being, I'm being corrected yeah, that, from the other. Is that audience. not crypto? Crypto <laughs> Uh Use that promo code DSP200 and get the 200% bonus on your kryptonite deposit over at BetUS. Bet horses, pop culture, sports, and more. BetUS.com. You bet you win. You get paid. Johnny sent me his picks. You can also find them online, on Twitter, on the show Twitter, on his Twitter. Uh, his winners. That he has for the RBC this weekend. Uh, Corey Connors at 28 to 1. Kevin Kisner at 45 to 1. Kevin Na, one of the names that we've seen on the list for the Saudi Golf League, by the way, uh, at 45 to 1. Ham sandwich, he has Adam Hadwin. Adam might not have a win. He might. But he might at 50 to 1. That was the funniest joke I've said on this show last week. Um, his top 10s, he's got Daniel Berger at plus 330, Harold Varner the third at plus 600. Top 20 for Johnny, Matt Kucher at plus 260, and Brian Harmon at plus 275.
1: Looks like Johnny has stayed with that kind of trend that I've talked about, that he doesn't have a list of bombers, right? Daniel Berger yeah. can move it out there, okay. Harold Varner but all the other guys are not known for their length yep. they're known for their accuracy with the irons and, and their short games around the green and and that's that's what makes this tournament so fun is that it's kind of the anti last week
0: with, yeah, where, yeah. where
1: length really is a significant advantage um, length can be here at the RBC if you hit it straight but right. if you don't it's so penal that you, you're gonna you're gonna bomb
0: yourself right out of contention yeah <clears throat> well you know what they say I mean and I've heard this my entire life it's not how long it is Colby it's what you do with it. So I think the same is true in golf. I mean, I was talking about golf. What What, right. what y'all think I was right, talking right. about? So, well, here we are live from tailgaters again. We will do it all again next week. We will review the HBC and we will talk, uh, probably have some more Saudi golf league stuff for you guys next week. Cause we didn't get time have time. We we're really recapping the Masters. We were to too busy
1: with, with busy with green jackets.
0: Though. We had a lot of green jacket stuff. We'll get into some of that Saudi golf league as they have released some names that are expected to be playing in that, and I don't know if they're... And they're not ones that have committed. They're just na- they're. finally releasing names, I guess, some guys that are well, showing I guess interest, it's, right? I guess it's rumored. Is it, they I guess, just rumored? I, well, maybe Greg
1: is... Greg Norman has maybe got some commitments to him. Maybe he's announced, and I'm not exactly sure where this information right. came from, but I saw an article that said we've got names and, yeah. and saw them and... And some of them are some pretty...
0: Striking names that surprised me a little bit.
1: Yeah, and I'm and I'm really bewildered by the fact that they're going to
0: have this week before the U.S. Open.
1: Yeah, that's bad timing. I, I don't think that's that's the formula for getting the the big names. Well, but Greg we'll Norman's see.
0: never been one for great timing.
1: I I did see a comment he made. He said, "I hope the 350th player in the world wins, yeah, so that it'll yeah, lure these that. other guys to say, you know what, I can beat that guy with my hand down. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go take that I money. I can beat
0: that guy. Maybe <laughs> I should play in the Saudi Golf League. <laughs> Maybe I should." Dang, man! I mean, I'm probably better than 350 millionth in the in the world, I mean, right?
1: They, they said they're going to pay four million to win, so that, that's bigger than what Augusta just paid.
0: Yeah, that's bigger than uh, the players. The players, yeah, as huge as that that purse was. So, all uh, right, well, you guys tune in next week, 6:30 on Wednesday on YouTube, Twitch, and then find us on your favorite podcast app. From the Rough, we appreciate you. Thanks to everybody that's made this one possible. Tailgaters, Brady, Johnny, stay safe. Bus, we missed you. Colby, we'll see you in thirty minutes. I'm Indy Car Tim, and you guys keep hitting them straight.